We're recording love. <gasps> An emotional support animal. Come on, hydration. I Sex in a public place. Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> About that time. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. All right, is it recording? Yes. What's up, guys? What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the podcast. I'm sorry, we were a little late. I was moving, and that was a real surprise to both to everyone, including myself. So that's kind of why we had to take a week off. But we're back. We're back. And there's plenty better of stuff. than ever. <laughs> like always. <laughs> you can't see right now, but shit, bitch! I just woke up. I'm. It's gonna take me a little bit. Oh, but let me tell you why I've been up. So Christiane already knows. <laughs> Those so poor I poor workers. Over I don't care. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> idiots. I overnighted a package and I wanted because I'm flying out this afternoon. So I wanted to make sure that this package has arrived while I was still there. And literally, you know, the like the point of an overnight package is what? This person needs this package as soon as possible. On the day that they anticipated arrival, they paid extra for that to happen. I have a porch where all packages are left by every other worker, UPS and FedEx. And this driver decides, oh, couldn't get access to the building. Oops. Yes, you just can't get your package. Left a little, oh, we missed you. And I was like, you imbecile. Just put it on the porch like everyone else. So I had to go this morning. Thank the Lord. I managed to go to the facility in Gardena and I was stopping trucks. I don't think I told you this. <laughs> no. I like flagged a guy down who was working in the warehouse. He checked at like 7 a.m. He was like, oh, it's still in distribution. We can't find it. So I was like, okay, bet. I know all the trucks are going to be leaving at 8. The main office opened at 9. So at 8, as the trucks were leaving the facility, you did I was not flagging do down every truck. <laughs> And I was like, so annoying. Are you going to Palos Verdes? Are you going <laughs> to San Pedro? <laughs> and then thankfully, one of the guys had found it because I guess the other guy that I told at 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Was looking out for the package and he sent oh. it up to one of the old sisters who was up there. Uh-huh. And she just came out with my package. Why don't you tell them what the package was? That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> Context. We need context. It may have been a shirt. How fucking pretty. (laughs) (laughs) All of that for what? For your t-shirt. It's not just a t-shirt, okay? Whatever. It's a look. Let me see it. Can you open it? Okay, hold on. Ooh, get ready. Ooh. I haven't even opened it yet. But I can understand, like, wanting an outfit for, like, a weekend. That's what I'm saying. Like, think about it. People of normal size can just go to the store and pick out package, like pick out what they want. Yeah. You got to like when you're, you know, an atypical size, you have to like wait and plan ahead, you know? Ooh. Oh, that's cute. I like right? that. And yeah. it's velvet. Ooh. So it's textural as well. Ooh. Right. And it's extra big. So it's going to fit yeah. kind of loose. Yeah. 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 Gonna have, like, what, a little, what a little fit neck are out. you planning? Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking just maybe like a by the pool. <laughs> when it's Shorts, 60 degrees out <laughs> um i haven't decided yet i was thinking oh, okay. maybe like some i have some striped like some navy like striped pinstriped pants yeah yeah i was thinking that would be kind of dope with some sort of shoe like whatever the spirit wherever the spirit leads me but mm-hmm. i'm gonna try to like put something together 
Mm-hmm. But I said, I need this shirt either way. <laughs> I know. So, and you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when all I, when it's kind of just one of those things where you have to make lemonade in from lemons and um, a minor setback, you just got to adjust. So I was flagging those guys down this morning at seven. <laughs> Those poor workers. They're no, not getting not poor paid. Workers. They're not I getting so paid ready. enough. They're no. not getting paid enough. Let me tell you, when <laughs> I got that email saying, "Oh, we missed you this this evening," mind you, they were supposed to deliver by five. Mm, they mm-hmm. delivered at seven. I said, "Okay, you know, it's a pandemic. Like, there's a high volume. You know, whatever." When I got that notification, I was at work. Oh, sorry, we missed you. I was like, I felt like Liam Neeson and Taken, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> and I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to steal off on you when I see you. <laughs> like, I, was, I was fuming. I, there's something about that that just really, like, just put it on the porch. That's it. But they're trying to cover themselves. Like, if someone if someone steals it, then what? That's their fault as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's also their fault. Fine, <laughs> they fine. Should have put fine. it in a more discreet place on the porch. Fine, you're right. You're always right. <laughs> I did in the damn tree in front. I don't care. Just leave my package at my like place. So yeah, um, it all worked out in the end. But you know, it was just a minor inconvenience on my part. You know, this is. Just... <sighs> what are you drinking? Ooh, let me tell you. Actually, this is a be wet moment right here. This is be wet level water. I don't know if I told you. Oh, no. The New Zealand spring water, artisanal water at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Slaps. I've never Actually, seen. It's honestly essential level water. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so that's, good. That's and heaven tier water. It is heaven tier water. It is crisp, clean, and delicious. Just as pure as nature intended. Is it expensive? Um, uh, the six six gallons cost thirteen bucks, so not really in terms mm-hmm. of water, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's still, I got a pure filter because I said I'm tired of using plastics. Like honestly, it's not good for the environment. Mm-hmm. But um, the pure just doesn't taste as good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, the pure is just a measure of last resort. You know, I'll use ice cubes. You really, <laughs> you really need to find um a water dispenser that you like. Like yeah, the kind I that do, I have. Yeah. yeah, those little you have those little half gallons too, huh? They're like five gallons. Oh, they're five gallons. Yeah. Okay, and that seems a little. That's more because they're not re. They're reusing the bottles too, right? Mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How much is it, mate? It's twenty three dollars. Month. Yeah, every month. And that's including delivery, mate. Yeah. That's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Such a good price, actually. What I drink about five gallons five to six gallons a week okay because i do get water at work too but i'll literally blow through one of these i try to a day Mm -hmm. Um, because i'm big and i sweat so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i need it um so yeah i first learned about hydration from um pharrell and gabrielle union remember when everyone was asking her like what's your secret and she was like i just drink a gallon of water a day and that was my first time hearing that and i was like okay she's on to something she looks She's so fine. good. She's so fine. So, so. fine. <laughs> I mean, listeners already know that, you know, older women, <laughs> you know, 
Joanne. So the alcoholic <laughs> You you put her on blast that day, bitch. You, you know, said her, her. You said I don't care. Age. <laughs> I don't care. Find look her up. She's probably not even a realtor anymore. You know, probably the clownery probably caught up. But um, who knows where she's at in life? But she was a realtor at the time, and uh, she can Fuck lick her. a brick. Is that a saying? I don't even. Just made, just it's made a saying up. now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lick a brick. Okay, so oh, actually, I have a few things that I need to get off my chest other than the FedEx guy. Okay. Because that was, you know, the 70 million Americans. We try not to do politics on this show because we feel like it should just be a, a break. But I feel like in the, is it in the advent? Correct me if I'm wrong. In the wake what? of this election, okay, um, I just got to say to the 70 million Americans who still voted for Trump, half the voting the voting populace go to hell. Um, you're racist. It's you know, insane. you may not. It's, it's so just insane. wild to me. And you know what I realized too? Well, 20 percent of black men voted for Trump. Who voted? So, coonery, the coon <laughs> jamboree. You're all gonna be there. I expect to see all you <laughs> niggas there. Um, the the demographics that his voting like it's in every demographic right yeah like young people people of color still voting for like white white supremacy is a very persuasive thing and i think we all need to remember that well the people who are listening probably already understand that but i think it's just something where the, i don't know what it's really going to take for people to really understand that in its entirety because i bet you ha- more than half three quarters of the people who voted for trump if you ask them, are you a racist? Are you a bigot? They'd say, no, of course not. You know? Yeah. And like, that's the distressing thing about it. The fact that you can be so just unaffected by racism and you can't like see it when it's, elusive. it's spoken yeah. to you mm-hmm. and like enacted in front of you is kind of wild to me, right? Um, like I said, there was an AT&T representative who came to my house uh, the other day, like two days ago. And he's my age and I don't, AT&T, you know, just install my internet. Do not send a salesman to my house because I don't have cellular service. Like, first of all, let's just, I didn't ask for this. Like I went into the <laughs> AT&T store and set up internet service because okay. I already had cellular service, but it was a bomb ass deal. It was literally like, if you go from Verizon to AT&T, we'll give you like every line unlimited for like 30 bucks a month. Something like mm-hmm. that it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, <clears throat> Anyway, he's in my house trying to sell me on this plan. We just end up talking because we're like the same age. And so I'm thinking like we have a rapport, like we're just, you know, chopping it up. And then on the way, I'm just like, no, dude, I'm not going to buy this because I don't have perception in my other house in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, at the end, I guess we kind of mentioned politics. And he's like, you know, dude, like I voted. He's a young Filipino guy, too. Mm-hmm. I voted for Trump, you know, and I just kind of think. You know, the way that the government, like progressives want to take, you know, the world is just like, we needed to work against that. And, you know, and I just here for love and like respect for everybody. And I'm just like, so all of the tenants that you just claim that you care about, (laughs) this man does not represent in any way. Right, (laughs) exactly. I like, I was just, I try, I let my face, I let my countenance shift because I said, Normally, I would just try to be polite and just yeah, understanding. Yeah. But I just said, you know what? Like, you need to understand that you're ashy and that this isn't okay, <laughs> you know? So I let my face change. Like, I let... Yeah, 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 yeah. 
my energy shift and he read that and he got out of here <laughs> but it was just one of those things where i was like dang like even come on brother like, i don't even i don't even know how to describe the kind of cognitive dissonance between like people who say peace and love and then vote for trump what has he ever done to promote peace and love he has emboldened so many people to be racist and misogynistic and disgusting and it makes no sense i don't get it at all and the other shocking thing was i had a conversation with a coworker. we were at the, the hall to pick up our jobs right he, mm-hmm. he i thought he was a light-skinned but he's mixed right mm-hmm. and he was describing how his mom <laughs> only dated black guys mm. has two black kids black grandchildren and is racist and doesn't like black people what the f- <laughs> see this is it's why we can't talk woman. about this shit because and like, <laughs> i was like dang <laughs> that blew me a little bit but i was like i yeah. wasn't surprised at all but i was just like right, right. i'm like that's the depths of how deep this goes right yeah, like you yeah. can sexualize glorify the black figure while still hating it Mm-hmm. right and like what kind of dissonance does that create like in your relationship with your own mother like I felt bad for this man right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he had a realization of white supremacy right mm-hmm. but his mom didn't and it's just something they it's a topic they can't even breach mm-hmm. and I was like how can you really have a like a trusting open relationship with like a woman who doesn't even value like see you and she's your mother right, right, right. like you know what I'm saying and I think like humans were good at creating exemptions from our bias based on like tight relationships. And that's why I say like we white compartmentalize. People, right. And that's mm-hmm. why I said white people who are in relationships with people of color, that does not mean that you aren't racist and that not you're not a bigot. In any, yeah. Right. You having black children doesn't make you unracist. You need to like decolonize your thinking and your mindset. You know, I don't period. know. Should we add on that or just period? <laughs> so yeah um america still basura i don't care or basura um i don't care (laughs) like even if biden wins we still have so much he's gonna win oh for sure and like i think the best thing we can take from this is that um i hope that it's a wake-up call to black people who are asleep and you know thinking oh you know like things are getting better no they're not like we have, I think Americans, we never dealt, we never reckoned with racism in the appropriate way back when we should have, right? And we mm-hmm, just, we, mm-hmm. when they gave us civil rights, like the Civil Rights Act, mm-hmm. and then everyone just like went their own separate ways and just hid, put their heads in the sand while still allowing the seeds of white supremacy to flourish in their own private gardens. Well, the way that our systems are set up they're just iterations of slavery that too so and they're all set up to reinforce that mm-hmm. oh now's a great time to loudly talk about white supremacy with my white <laughs> property managers here <laughs> i don't care whatever i signed they the lease already it. ho i it. Yeah. exactly grow from this, from this. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember what i was saying but um <laughs> well one thing that i just want people to realize is that just because Biden is elected, it's not like everything is solved. The way that our world was headed was for a Trump presidency, which means that it wasn't perfect. It wasn't I don't think good. so. 
I no, think it was a reaction to the Obama presidency. I think white people were beginning to realize that, hey, um, things as we know it are beginning to shift in a way that makes me uncomfortable. I have the potential. Mm-hmm. Like, and this here's the thing. They're, they weren't going to, nothing anyone is advocating for is for white people to lose anything. But oh. their privileges, that they, the, the privileges that they have over other people. Like equality for them means a loss of supremacy. And like, that's what makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. One They're- of the things I wanted to make sure I mentioned on the podcast is that I've been listening to a podcast called Who We Are. And it's by um, a co-production between Vox and Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and it's basically mm-hmm. a chronicle, like it's exploring racism, the foundations of racism in America from mm-hmm. the beginning. And it tells you like from America's inception to now, like how all these systems were established to in a racialized way by racist mm-hmm. to maintain white supremacy. I think it's like one of the most important things anyone can listen to right now, because if you don't understand why white supremacy matters, like listening to this podcast will give you a factual basis for that, mm-hmm. like for that understanding. So I would encourage anyone who's listening, it's called Who We Are, A Chronicle of Racism in America, something like that. It's a podcast. It is amazing. And it's just very well done. Each episode is 30 minutes. There's six episodes, I believe. So, mm-hmm. and like, you're going to be sitting there just stuck to your seat. Mm-hmm. It was stuff I already knew, but it was like refreshing to hear it again. And, and to also hear it in such a, like a concise, succinct manner. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would just honestly, anyone who cares at all, or anyone who just wants to learn about America in a way that, you know, we haven't been taught. Mm-hmm here in the States, especially, just needs to listen to this podcast. It's so good. I hope they win an award or something. Speaking about the way that racism is taught, I saw this textbook one time that was talking about slavery. But so there was a picture of like a slave ship and the caption was African laborers uh, sailing to America. And I'm just like, they're not laborers. You <laughs> literally slaves. you literally stole them. And it's like, it, it gives this illusion of choice that they wanted to come here and work. They were literally yes. kidnapped. And it's like just that kind of uh, watering down of, you know, history. That's why people don't understand the, the gravity yes. it has today. And you know what they always, they never fail to emphasize though? The fact that, there were Africans in Africa also taking part in the slave trade, right? Mm -hmm. They will water down the atrocity while also, you know, emphasizing the fact that Black people also took part in the slave trade, Mm -hmm. which I don't deny, right? There were Africans who in Ghana were actively capturing people and selling them into slavery. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make the atrocity any less of an atrocity, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. white people were still actively benefiting, well, were the sole beneficiaries of this slave trade, the sale, mm-hmm. the, the stealing, the enslavement of black bodies. Mm-hmm. And even now today, they benefit from that, you know? So yeah, um, depressed, not a depressing start. <laughs> I just think it's a, a realistic start, right? Like we can't it's always- It's important, it's important. It is not important. Everything can't be all rainbows. Like everything's and, great guys. Yeah, like we can no. sit here lying to you, right? <laughs> So, I mean, everything's moderate right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Um, I'm not a fan of Biden. I'm not. But, you know, just um, 
it's a step in the right direction, I would say. Uh, anything is better than flaming hot anus. <laughs> the uh... Anderson Cooper called him an obese turtle on its back. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, like the the use of obese there makes it yeah. funny. To me. <laughs> Like a turtle on its back is already funny, but an obese one. <laughs> Come on, with the wagon, the diaper wagon. Yo, speaking of like, I mean, as much as I detest them, well, I'm not going to. Trump can also be added to the cake list. I don't cake know. We had a list. Uh, hands Mark Zuckerberg. List? Oh, our hands oh, list. Oh, he's on the hands list, obviously. Yeah. Oh. But the cake list of people, aliens who have cake. Oh. Uh, <laughs> He does. He He's- and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Trump got a wagon back there. It's a little, it's a sloppy jalopy, but it's back there. You know, it's not shapely, but He's somebody's like- going to be into it. He's shaped like that, Um, you know, that purple monster from McDonald's? <laughs> the McNuggies monster is what he's shaped like. <laughs> Oh my God, he seems like a libra- like a school librarian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been seeing those the TikToks? Where yeah, like the, the secretary. People walking yeah. like the secretary. <laughs> Come on, Trump. He needs to do one. <laughs> oh, purchases. What did we buy today or this week? Go first. Okay. Incense. <laughs> Black pepper. Raspberry. Smoked. Pepper. Slow burn. The candle. Oh, the Casey Musgraves candle. I, I've already bought had. Two, I've already bought two, and oh. um, I ran out. You know, I was burning yeah. it last time you came to my place to record. Oh, really? And um, I just bought two more. I'm addicted. I love it. I don't ever want it to go away. What does it smell like? It smells like incense, black pepper, <laughs> raspberry, <laughs> smoked papyrus. <laughs> It smells so bomb. It just smells so good. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, It, it smells ex- like an expensive, like, prostitute's house, you know? How like, much is it? Should I, is it worth me buying? $30. For a candle? A little Did much. You? But I feel like it lasts a long time. Because one time, I've fallen asleep several times. Oh, With I the see. candle on. Yeah. And, like, woken up the next morning, it's still burning. Mm-hmm. Um, So if you don't fall asleep, it should last at least, like, they say 80 hours, 40 hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it lasts a good while. It burns clean, you know, because some some brands, like I don't like uh, Malin and Getz, their candles, because mm. somehow they never burn clean. Like even mm. when you trim the wick appropriately and all that stuff, you're still getting a lot of soot coming oh, up when it I burns. See. Yeah, These burn really clean, smell good, you know, easy to trim. Just They're just bomb. And they just Maybe smell really good. I'm a fan of candles. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you one. It. I'll get you one for Christmas, love. Okay, thank yeah. you. Andrew, I made Andrew buy me one, so. <laughs> <laughs> Pay it forward. Yeah, paying it forward. And Andrew bought one for Nick, too. So Nick loved it because he's also a Casey Musgraves fan. Obviously. Yeah. Not as much as, like, us, obviously. Obviously. Even though he did play it for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard of her before. No, yeah, me too, actually. So <laughs> I loved... um. Trailer Park is still home, or one mm-hmm. of those songs that she had before. Well, I knew home. her first because she had that really bad wig <laughs> <laughs> at the Grammys, and then I started listening to her, and I'm a fan. Is it before she <laughs> must have been 
you know, when she was in her Doja Cat days, you know. Oh, like, man. <laughs> that picture I sent you, remember? I'll never forget. Girl. <laughs> the struggles. Worse struggles. than my shake and go at Comic-Con. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> And that was right out the Amazon pack. Is that all you bought? Um, oh, no, no, no. I also bought another Sonos speaker. Um, but I, I like the ones at Ikea, the Symphonisk. Um, instead speaker? of paying $1.99, yeah. Ikea has um, $99 Sonos. They've done a collaboration with Sonos, oh, the okay. Symphonisk bookshelf speakers. Uh-huh. They're still really good. They sound exactly like the, the Sonos one, but they're $80 less. Oh, nice. They don't have like the smart home feature, but you can use the app mm-hmm. and it's the same thing, right? And I don't want that anyway because I don't need the government listening in on my house. <laughs> you know, I don't need any more microphones in here. So we got that. Because <clears throat> I'm, I'm just kind of, I want this new space. Like I've decided to just really devote myself to making my space my own. Yeah. So um, I bought, well, I've been to CB2. And getting some side tables that are on mm-hmm. the way. Um, I got a rug for my office. Like, I'm just getting a bunch of stuff. I'm just going to make my house nice. Like, the way I want it to look, you know? So. Whatever happened to buying a house? Oh, that's still happening. Okay. Um, but I'm waiting. You know, I'm just, I want to find a do. You know, I don't want to make a big decision like that without a lot of prayer. And, you know, being sure about what I want to do. So, mm-hmm. I've been waiting to see if uh, a friend wants to go in on a house with me. Mm-hmm. And do something like that. Mm-hmm. or getting a duplex uh, maybe doing something with my sister as well so I just kind of waiting and especially in this neighborhood things go in a week oh, like, right. so it's yeah. like I gotta find the duplex have whoever I'm gonna do this with or if I'm doing it by myself have mm-hmm. everything together and ready to go it'll so, happen when it happens like exactly yeah it like you don't want to rush into something like buying a house so when you find the right one it'll it'll happen and that's the thing. Like, remember how last year I was really about to get that house that was down the street from me? Yeah. And, you yeah. know, it was asbestos in there and everything. So it's like, when it works out, it'll work out. Mm-hmm. And I know what I want and I know what I'm comfortable with living in now. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to, like, understand what neighborhood I want to be in more. Mm-hmm. So I think if I do something next year, I will I will make the best choice for me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> whatever that will be. So I still, you know, despite the fact that you know, having a month-to-month lease kind of bit me in the butt. Yeah. With my previous place, I have a month-to-month lease here. But they mm. told me, like, we don't plan on selling it or anything soon. So yeah, yeah. everyone, so <clears throat> I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. But I do have the ability to get out. That's good. Yeah. When, when, I, you when I do to, decide yeah. to move. So mm-hmm. I didn't tell them that I was actively looking for a home. Well, I, I think, though, it's kind of implied if it's a month-to-month kind of thing that you might be leaving yeah they gave you know. me the option they were just like do you want to do month to month or yeah. a, like a year or something and i was just like oh we'll just keep it month to month so yeah nice. yeah so yeah so hopefully it works out you know um mm-hmm. <clears throat> i will be you know my arc digest my feature in arc digest when you see that then you'll know i've moved you know? <laughs> so just check arc digest instagram so oh speaking of arc digest though i went oh i did go to another <laughs> i did buy something else <laughs> okay um, I went to a shop called Amber Interiors, and mm-hmm. um, she was recently, her name's like Amber something something. She was featured in Arc Digest lately. She did a home tour, beautiful, in Southern California. I think she lives in Pacific Palisades, which is okay. a great neighborhood, by the way, but, you know, mm-hmm. I'm waiting so I get my, you know, so I make it. <laughs> That's where I'm going to move. Anyway, um, they had a fragrance there that I wanted, so um, I went to the shop. Mm-hmm. 
I find out this lady gets her start. Like, why? I'm like, why is she such a big deal in the design industry? She got her start making pillows, finding vintage one of a kind fabrics and <laughs> fashioning pillows out of them. Right? Artisanal pillows. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I don't think, I doubt this woman has ever, you know, sitting at her, you know, in her sewing room making yeah. pillows. But yeah. I think she just, you know, I'm like, wow. Imagine like being in a world where you feel that empowered, like to go around to places buying fabrics and then having other people ma- turn them into pillows mm-hmm. and then selling them for $450 a pop in her store. Craziness. <laughs> they looked like world market's finest. Okay. Yeah. They weren't, <laughs> you know, sleep didn't come with them. Yeah. They didn't come with a guarantee of, you know, a relaxation when you touch, like they just looked like, like, um, you know, like killing prints mm-hmm. or things like that, like um, traditional, like not, I don't want to use the word oriental, but like um, Persian, Moroccan designs of rugs, yeah. things like yeah. that, but pillows. <clears throat> the people in the store are boxing them things up. Like they're selling them. I said, I'll just pick these two. Like I found some nice ones. I was like, mm, these might look nice on my couch, you know, like yeah. contrast with the blue. I looked at that price tag. I said, <laughs> You can make your own fucking pillows. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, um, for the price of two of these pillows, I can fly to Morocco, get the fabric, (laughs) have them made. Exactly. Well, maybe not for two of the pillows, but either way, I could still come up on some pillows if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I I said, 30 bucks, I'm max. I thought they were going to be like 30, 40 bucks. You know, they looked like they would cost 30, 40 bucks. And that's still high for a pillow, I think. For some you decorative know? pillows, yeah. Yes, for a little throw pillow. Yeah. So I was like, wow, the audacity, like the upsell. You think people are actually buying them? She had a store in Pacific Palisades. People were buying them. That's insane. It just looked like fancy Joanna Gaines in there. Like, that's all yeah. it looked like. Like, yeah, yeah. Hearth and home at Target, just on a slightly upscale level, you know? <clears throat> and um, things were selling. She just had. You know, it was literally just, you know, ceramic colanders for $300. Um, that's not, that's not very, that's not very broke with expensive taste. That, that doesn't align with our. Honestly, I did like a few of the things, but it was just, no. it, it was still like, no, I'm not doing that because. Elaborate on that because I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I just feel like. If it's something like fashion, okay, I'll spend money on it because I will be wearing it. People will see me in it. I feel good in it. But yes. if it's like a pillow, I, <laughs> exactly. Who, like, who's gonna see it? Like, yeah, I mean, it might look good with your couch, but what? I don't see any like function to a pillow and spending that much money. Are they comfortable? Are they comfortable? They were filled with down, but I'm like, I will go. I feel get a goose from exactly. Heritage Park. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pluck it myself. Tripping. I mean, yeah, you anything that she was doing, you could probably do yourself for a fraction of the price. And absolutely, yeah. And you're you're right. That's not very broke with expensive taste. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not. You know. But yeah, um, <clears throat> everything's what going did, according what, to plan. Wait, so. what did you end up buying? A fragrance? 
Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I don't like telling people which fragrances I wear because I don't want the host to know. You know, like don't be <laughs> you can't be smelling like me. So <laughs> I don't like that. But I did um you can see it. Should I read it? <laughs> <laughs> it's um okay. okay, it's actually I'll just tell you. It's Saint Rita Parlor, um, and it's called Rita's Car. I never and, heard um, of it. Yeah, so they're like a small, they're a really small brand. Um, and mm-hmm. this is some robust. Mm-hmm. It's a robust, it's unisex, but I don't know what kind of burly woman. Is, <laughs> I think though some women can really pull off a very masculine scent and it's like, like it smells mm-hmm. very alluring and sexy on them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo, if a woman's wearing this, like she's picking her nigga up. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's wrapping his legs around her waist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it reminds me of like, remember, is it Futurama where they had that episode where they went to the Amazon and they just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snoo Snoo, like Amazon uh-huh. Snoo Snoo women or mm-hmm. wearing this cologne. So, mm-hmm. um, but it, it doesn't, honestly, I pulled it out the thing and like, I smelled, I smelled the, you know, the sprayer mm-hmm. and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> and then I went to the back because it was this little bottle, like, it's tiny. It's, yeah. It's half an ounce. Jesus. Yeah, and um, it's sixty five bucks. Ooh, girl. So they didn't have testers out. Yeah. <laughs> but I um took a look in the back uh-huh. to check out more of the the wares, and they had one back there, and I like sprayed it. Mm-hmm. And then when I sprayed it, I was like, mm, I like this, so yeah. I got it. Um, I said they're making enough money on these pillows; they mm-hmm. don't they won't mind. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I got it, and I'm just gonna blend it with something else to kind of like offset. It's a little, it's like, it's a date night cologne, you know, like oh, you don't I see. wear this yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. It's a like a f- special occasion kind of cologne. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like it. I like things like that. I like, and that's very broke with dispenser taste, you know. Fragrance. Yeah, I'm a big like, fan of fragrance. Smell yeah. good, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like too, <clears throat> like that's a long lasting impression. Like, people will remember you based on your scent. Like, if you smell bad, like, you're, there's no coming back from that. Oh, my God. I'm known at SIO for my perfume. Yes. Like, people know I'm walking around because they're like, oh, I smell Christiane. Yeah. So. Like, when you used to wear Daisy, mm-hmm. like, everybody knew, you know? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. And that still slaps on you. Like, you should still wear it because it still smells really <laughs> good. But, yeah, like, scent is a big member. Um, should we say his name out loud? Who? No, don't do it. I don't even know, but don't do it. Someone from high school who smelled okay. like poop all the time. Don't say the name. Don't put him on blast. Mr. <laughs> Initials. Um, always actually, no, that's rude. Just cut it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there's a person. Remember that person in high school who always mm-hmm. smelled like poop walking around, and mm-hmm. I kind of wish, in hindsight, I. Would you want to know if you were them? Uh, I guess. <laughs> like, if someone pulled you aside, it's just like, beloved, we need to have a conversation. If about someone told me in that manner, yeah, that I'm having <laughs> with you, and um, what's present on the palate is uh, feces. <laughs> <laughs> Let um, me tell you, I sat next to him in health class, right? And um, Mr. Cox, he was like the old. A PE teacher who had to teach health and so like he did not give any type of fuck and so he didn't print enough tests so he was short on tests and he was literally like okay well 
you, I sat next to this person, the smelly person, and he was like, okay, well, you can just share the test. And basically he gave us the okay to cheat. And I was like, no, it's okay. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to sit next to him. I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> But yeah, so he th- that is a testament to how much that motherfucker smelled. And it's like I don't understand. Like, ooh. how do you not smell yourself? Like, like, right? No one like, told you. Damn, I, I remember don't know. how a friend of ours was in a relationship with him. Yeah, and I would be looking at her like, you don't smell this nigga when you're in the car. Like, what's going on? Like, you don't smell him. Yeah, it was. I just. I think I would have rather be pulled aside and like endured the trauma of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Similar to like when you told me I, I fart in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have rather endured that okay. than like just being like told, oh, you stink or like never being told and then being talked about 10 years later yeah, like yeah, we yeah. are now. So yeah, uh, it's important to smell good. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say. <laughs> and you don't even have to smell like fragrance, like just use soap. God damn! Like you know, he didn't even use soap. Like getting them creases and crevices, like <laughs> rinse it out. You know, air it out down there. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? Oh, I forgot DJ to Max. tell you. Oh yes. Uh, okay, you guys. So recently, oh, the only thing, the only helpful thing my sister did do. Wait, did I already tell them how my sister was in town and didn't help me at all with the move? No, you were telling me. I was last telling night. you. Yeah. Okay, last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my sister i found out i had to move let me tell the story about how i found out i had to move in case nobody knows so let me a few weeks before that earlier in the month like in the beginning of the month i had decided you know instead of always stressing about not owning a home yet and just like not finding the right house my sister kind of just i was calling her to whinge about it and she was like why don't you just live day by day and stop complaining you know like you're yeah. so, and i was like you know, so you're really right. Like, thank you for that read. Like sometimes your friends need to just like let you know what's up, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was true because I realized like I had to stay, take a step back and just say the abundance, like in the way that you've been blessed, like just sit down, sit back and be thankful and stop stressing out about, you know, like setting goals. Like I'm always setting a goal for myself that's mm-hmm. higher and higher or like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And just like, why don't you take a step back and just be thankful? So in that spirit and just I thank the Lord for that realization too um but in that spirit I was sitting there on a Saturday morning my sister read me on like a Thursday so that (laughs) Saturday I was like you know like sitting at my desk thinking thank you Lord for blessing me with my home and just a nice place to live in a great neighborhood and you know even though I don't have a garage or um a parking spot all the time like thank you Lord you know blah 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 blah. like you've blessed Uh me so greatly and everything else I finished my prayer look up and there are two white people in my front yard <laughs> and i so i go out and i'm like oh can i help you like what's you know what's why are you here like yeah you see the gate was closed so why are you behind it right <laughs> and um they're like oh we're here to check out the listing i was like what listing that's how you found out bitch yes i didn't tell you this no oh my I god literally i'm literally like what listing and they're like oh for the home and they she turns her phone to me in her hand and it's my house is on zillow and i'm like oh my god i look at the listing gate it was friday night i told my landlord because he offered the house for me to buy yeah 
And I said, no, like I'm, cause it doesn't have a garage and I'm not going to yeah. buy a home that doesn't have a garage or a driveway. Yeah. Um, and he wanted 475 for it. Mm. I mean, which is a reasonable price for a home, like a good price for a house mm-hmm. out here. But I want a driveway and a garage, so I'll just pay a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told him, hey, whenever you decide to sell, he said, oh, I'm not going to sell because of coronavirus. Da, 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 da. So I said, whenever you decide, let me know. That's yeah. it. Just let me know. Yeah. Did I receive that courtesy? No. <laughs> 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 So at that moment, I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, now I get really, he really posted it online. Like, I went on Zillow myself to make yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really did post it. And he's the listed agent under it. So I knew it. Yeah, like, bastard. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So he thinks I'm going to just, he's going to not tell me, you know, sell my home from underneath me. And then yeah. I'm paying rent all that time. And then when it's right. an escrow, you know, he will have, then he'll just inform me, oh, because we're on a month to month lease. Uh huh. Oh, um, you have to move out next month. That kind of thing. And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. So that's when I began looking for another a new place to live. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I, the Lord works in mysterious ways, I guess, because I was really just you know finding peace about where I was living. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, my sister, um, as she's watching me unpack or pack up everything, <laughs> um, <clears throat> she was again like getting on me about like my dog stuff because I, I'd used just a pee pad to yeah. like as a placemat <laughs> for his like bowl and stuff she was like mm-hmm. that's so ghetto like why are you doing that <laughs> go to tj maxx and just get the cheap dog stuff and it never occurred to me to go to tj maxx for dog stuff i went in there and everything was so i'm like i felt like such a fool paying 15 20 for stuff like that's three dollars at, at yes at petco mm-hmm. that's three dollars at tj maxx like i paid 15 dollars for a plushy chew toy mm-hmm. at petco bitch it was at TJ Maxx for three dollars. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, I will. Like, I was like, wow. Like, what is this Wonderland? You know. And then I just happened to be strolling by the the furniture stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, what are these side tables? Right I'm now? telling so you. I ended up. I went in there planning to spend like ten dollars on just a, a pad, like a he has a little placemat now. This yeah, dog, yeah, yeah. dog bone shape, so it's very yeah. nice. And I got him a slow feeder that was also like four bucks. I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, maxinista man i am a maxinista <laughs> you know actually i'm not gonna let fragile masculinity i'm a maxinista, maxinista. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a fashionista i'm a maxinista now because <laughs> i was like wow i didn't know things it, like i did have to take a step back after i you know looked at my full cart mm-hmm. full of things <laughs> like i got like two bedside tables um like some stuff for the kitchen a rug um and obviously the cheap dog stuff right yeah and i was like man like i was feeling i had to take a step back and be like you know the rush you're feeling from this like you do need to you know like <laughs> take a moment and just reflect on that like you sh- this many and in- like this amount of endorphins should not be flowing through your body <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call a shopping addiction um yeah so i did kind of like you need to monitor this like you know but I will say this, like, why spend more money when you don't have to? Exactly. And they're like brand name stuff, too. It's not like they're, you know, cheap quality. They're really good quality things. So have you been to Marshall's? No, but I'm like, oh, bitch, you need to go to Marshall's. We we need to go to Marshall's. I'm a go because I believe it now. I'm I'm sold. They had they had all clad pots and pans for half Mm -hmm. off, like three hundred dollar pots and pans for a hundred bucks. I'm like, wow. 
Wow. That's where the majority of my stuff comes from, from like Marshalls or Amazon. <laughs> oh my goodness. Luxury. And that's the thing. Like you don't have to pay a lot mm-hmm. for nice things. No. Because like that's when I make my decisions. Like when I buy expensive things, it's typically because I don't want a lot of cheap things. I want a few good things that are going to last me a long time. Yeah. So instead of like a cheap or a cheaper pan, I'll buy an all clad because I know mm-hmm. it'll last me a long time and it'll, you know, distribute heat evenly and my food will come out good. Right. And I can have it for 10 years and it'll be fine. Right. Quality. And so, yeah. So now that I know it's at freaking TJ Maxx, I'm not going to go to William Sonoma like I used to. You're so bougie, bitch. <laughs> I love William Sonoma. I love, oh. When I tell you, like, if, like, you know, in graduation when you get, like, gift cards and stuff? Yeah. If they were all, like, William Sonoma gift cards, <laughs> I would be thrilled. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I did get one other. I need to, I'm kind of, this is kind of a self-drag right now. I don't normally spend like this, people. I did just get a, an air fryer. Uh, like, it's Cuisinart. What, it's very nice. It's very stainless steel. What exactly is an air fryer? It's a toaster. Well, this one is an air fryer, a toaster oven, and like a toaster. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it'd be making the best food, like fries crisp. Like you Wait, fry I them. think I have one of those. It's like a small like oven that you can like actually bake in, right? Yeah, like but there's toaster oh, ovens. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a toaster oven with an air fry function. Oh, okay. So all an air fryer really is is just a convection oven with like a higher heat setting. So mm-hmm. or that just swirls the air around a little faster than a convection than a uh-huh. normal convection oven and it like distributes the heat in a way that replicates frying almost oh i see without the use of like actual oil oh i see so like i made like little chicken tenders in there like frozen like chicken because i'm not a i love a chicken nugget but i prefer like a, a the real breast like the oh meat, yeah, yeah you know mm-hmm. so yeah and those came out like i deep fried them like they were mm. delicious. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy with that. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll be using my oven anytime soon. So I don't use my oven because I use that, <clears throat> that, uh, that small. Yeah. And it heats counter up in oven like that two I have. minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm I love basically it. using the microwave, but I'm getting the oven functions out of right. it. So it's great. Yeah. So yeah, after that, I'm not spending any money like at all. So <laughs> this segment will be real short next week. Don't worry. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. Um, you guys, I just want you all to remember that even in the darkest times, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't even, what did I buy this week? I bought some makeup. Um, I'm try. I tried, um, well, I don't have it yet, so I can't really review it, but I bought um, like Rare Beauty, Selena Gomez's makeup line. And um, she probably had it hidden under her wig. <laughs> Yeah, it's secrets in there. Yeah, Wait, so oh, you haven't got it yet, but are, do you like it? Well, I don't know because like I haven't been able to uh, review it or try it. When um, you think about it, are you? <laughs> I'm excited about it? it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's like a cream blush that I've never, I've never really tried a cream blush before because mm. I have a lot of texture on my face and I don't like. No, you don't, Christiane. I do. I do. I do. Let me tell you the secret to makeup. So just get some rose art crayons <laughs> melt and, them down a little bit yeah and then like put them in the oven so if you want a more a more crispy you know and then use a pestle and mortar and just use like some oil like some olive oil and then just make your own blush that way Prism i'll have blush. to try that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how they do it on C Block. <laughs> they get olive oil. In oh prison. no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do a little pompion, a little Bertoli. Pom- <laughs> Pompeii, you mean? <laughs> no, isn't it like pompion? Pomp, pomp, is it pompeian? No, pompeian. It's like, like pompeian or something. Yeah. Which low key is a good olive oil. I don't care what people say. It is a robust, spicy olive oil that I enjoy. You can dip that in bread. Was there ever a moment where you learned something about your parents that like shocked you? I have to think about that. But like not in like a you have a second baby, but like a, <laughs> like a you did that kind of thing. Not really. Not with my parents. Kind of okay. boring. Oh, let me tell you, because I just thought about this the other day when I was at work. And I was like, Phyllis was out here. Like, that's how I know we're like the same person. Yeah. My, Phyllis, my blessed mother, like, you know her, right? Like, literally a piece of pie with uh-huh. legs. And um, <laughs> I never forget, we were talking about something. And she said back in high school, well, there's several stories about Phyllis. That's how you know the Lord saves and the Lord redeems. Because <laughs> um, she said, like, if there was a girl in high school who, like, tried her, she'd be like, oh, okay, you're going to... I'm going to take your man. (laughs) And she's in the kitchen telling me this, right? I'm like, what? (laughs) And like, she was like, yeah, you know, so I used to like, if I saw her boyfriend, you know, leaving school or whatever, like I was cool with everybody. Like she was one of those people. Yeah, yeah. So she'd run up to the guy and be like, hey, like, can you give me a ride home? Oh my God. And then he would say yes, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) And then she'd flip her hair and look at the girlfriend and she got into her, her I man's love car. Your mom. I, and I was like, your mom. Phyllis, I stand for <laughs> you right now. Like, I can't believe wow. <laughs> <laughs> that you See, never so, like do that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me about your mom. Your mom is so cool and hearing it, it's kind of amazing, but I'm not surprised. I guess so. Like, I wasn't shocked, but I was still like, wow. Like, yeah. I don't expect like that sort of energy, like from my mom, you know? <laughs> and she said she used to like look at the girls. She got into her man's car <laughs> and they drove off. And I was like, they never got in the car. Like, they yeah, just like, leave their the- girlfriends. <laughs> and she was like, yes. <laughs> I was hollering. I was like, yes, mom, go ahead. I love that. I love that. Me too. And she said, like, she would never do anything with them or anything like that. Like, she would just, like, get a ride home and be like, thanks. And like she was like, all I needed them to know was that at any time I can, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, dang, like, you got to play these niggas, you know? Good job, mom. (laughs) Another fun story that kind of, this one actually shocked me. How, well, it may not shock you, but this girl was bullying my uncle, um, my uncle Bobby. Uh Uh-huh. And my Uncle Bobby's the youngest of all the siblings. Okay. So she's in, like, a freshman in high school, something like that. This girl, like, took my Uncle Bobby's baseball glove, and, and, and like, so my uncle was crying. Mm-hmm. And so she said, okay, I'm going to whoop your ass after school. <laughs> <laughs> she said, like, the bus, you know, like, all the kids kind of gossip when they know a fight's going to go down yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And so... My Uncle Jimmy tells the story great because he was there, like, you know, he was on the bus as well on the way home. And he's like, yo, mama, (laughs) I all I remember is the girl tried to get off a stop early so that 
uh, you know, she would she could avoid, you know, this confrontation. And yeah, your mom yeah, was yeah. like, okay, so your mom, I remember she just dropped her book bag. She like got this look on her face, like she had set her intentions. Yeah. <laughs> and the bus driver, I guess, heard all the kids gossiping about it. And so she tried to, the bus driver was like, Karen, don't you get off this bus. I'm gonna call <laughs> your mama or da 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 da, yeah. right? So she says, my, my Uncle Jimmy was like, she began taking off her earrings as she walked Ooh. down the, the aisle uh-huh. <laughs> to the bus <laughs> and like dropped her book bag like uh-huh. in the aisle <laughs> to the bus and just leapt off the top step of the bus out the door. Oh my God. And began beating this girl down <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> and like it's everybody in the bus was, oh, get her, get her, get her. <laughs> And like just beating this girl down. I'm like, mom, like piece of pie. Like, can't believe this, you know? I'm obsessed with that story. Ooh. But my mom tells it, she tells it way better than I could. <laughs> and my uncle Jimmy tells it better than she does. Because he had this great, like, you know, third hand, like eagle view of it. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, like learning those little stories about your mom and like, oh, have you ever met my Aunt Pat? Mm-mm. She's like the bookkeeper of the family. Mm-hmm pastor's wife like Mm. kind of like the new matriarch of the family since my grandma's gone Mm -hmm. a militant almost black panther Mm -hmm. back in the day Mm -hmm. you would never know like so i guess like people do change i guess yeah yeah but man when i learned about how my mom was beating girls down and taking (laughs) niggas i was like wow (laughs) had a whole other life before me (laughs) Oh, and I also learned in my like, I think I was like 22, that my dad had was married before really? you know, with my mom. And I remember I went up to Sarah and I was like, Sarah, did you know that dad has had a marriage before he got with mom? And she was like, yes. Like, you didn't know, <laughs> stupid. And she just looked at me like, I've been known. I was like, what? That shocked me. Yeah, see, I don't have any of those kind of stories. My parents uh, are just. You need to they, get the cheese made on your parents. I'm sure I it's know. out there. They wouldn't be the one to tell me, though. I would have to dig for it, sleuth mm. it up. But to start ruffling through some paperwork, you know? Yeah, go through I some, know. Go through some drawers. Yeah. Actually, no, you don't want to find, like, something gross. <laughs> like- <laughs> See, I don't even have any of those gross stories either. Uh, I walked in on my parents once. It was- oh, no. Oh, never. Oh. I can still, my dad was midair when I opened the door. Oh, so let's, God. we're just going to leave it there. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Thank God I never had to. Like no sheets. No, I was like, oh, oh no. my God. Jesus. Thankfully though, I didn't like, I don't remember seeing my parents' bodies. I think the Lord spared me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just remember like, literally my dad was midair. <laughs> Okay, so we had some suggestions. Finally, we got Finally. some questions. Woo! 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 Yes. And so they're pretty okay. generic. I mean, but there's some salacious ones, I hope. There are. Shout okay, out to so, Heather. So the first, um, so I put out something on our story um, on Instagram, and we had about five responses. So this one is from Lady Jocelyn. She says, can you guys do a segment trying out accents? I feel like that would be amazing. You're oh right. My God, Christian. It would be amazing. Oh, right. oh my God. Okay. So where <laughs> should we start? Like, cause we're pretty international people. 
okay, we got to be careful because it can get racist pretty fast. Oh, you're right. It has to be like a regional accent, like a southern accent or like New Jersey or something like that. Or like, you know, we can't. We can't do a Jamaican accent. (laughs) I can't. Maybe you can, but I can't. Peas and rice. (laughs) (laughs) Southern accent. Okay, yeah. Okay. Southern accent. Hmm. Oh, wait, wait. I need something. Okay, I feel like I have a New Orleans kind of too. Okay. So okay, we're gonna say um I don't know. I'm like oh, man, it's it comes so naturally any other time. Pick up, um pick up something baby, let's go air out. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound very <laughs> right. Like um uh we th- no, I'm not gonna say that because I'm embarrassed myself. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll just do a southern one like I feel like I grew up around. Pick something up and read it. Yeah, I need to do something. Let's see. <clears throat> Should we read The Boy Smells? Slow. Read no, it, you've yeah. Gotten the th- you've gotten it enough. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to read something kind of funny. Let's see. I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. <laughs> when my mother yells like this, it's because she loves me. <laughs> I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Learn from this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chrissy Ann. That was funny as hell. <laughs> we're all, we were all rooting for you. <laughs> when you go to bed at night, you lay there and you take responsibility for yourself. <laughs> Must have an aneurysm. That was so funny. <laughs> Were you recording? Oh, thank God. Yes. I wasn't oh, going to do that again. <laughs> oh, was so amazing. Oh, man, I'm tearing up. That was so funny. <laughs> okay, Southern accent. Check. All right, Southern. Yeah, we did that. I'll tell you what. Um, I don't have a New York dead ass. New Jersey. <sighs> Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. I can't. I don't know. Like, um, your father's, a, your, your father's a whore. Your father's a whore. She's whore. a whore, and the whore, the the whore he has with him. Your father ain't shit. Your you're father, just like your father, you're just like your father. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Okay. <I'm> a ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> Um, should we move on? Should we move across the pond? Like that's all I got. I think we um, should. Wait, wait. Do we got a Wisconsin? We got to. We got to go to the mall in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. The the mall of America. The mall of America. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest mall in the nation. <laughs> There's cheddar there. <laughs> Just because you say buzzwords doesn't mean it's an accent bitch there's cheddar there (laughs) cheddar great lakes (laughs) anyone listening to this will be like what the hell are they talking about (laughs) who cares Mm, 
but I think we should take it across the pond because, like, I that's. Think we should take- I'm, look at, I'm originally look at your- from England. So. <laughs> oh yeah, look at your glasses. glasses up. <laughs> I literally started crying. I told you. <laughs> Honestly, Papa, I don't know if we should keep Downton Abbey. Papa. Honestly, Papa. That's my it. my chaps at Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky cunt. <laughs> You got my food, bruv. We all got we That's- all gotta eat. <laughs> Eating my peas and rice. <laughs> um, ooh, British things. Let's see. British things. I run this in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's should we place a disclaimer? Like, we're not trying to be like racist or making fun of cultures, but we're just doing our best impersonations, and that's all it is. We're not um, Will Bill Hader or whoever that guy is who's really good at him from Portlandia. Uh, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen, yeah, he's awesome at accents. Like he mm-hmm. really do one, but I aspire. Um, let's see. Um, it's Tuesday, Nick. It's Tuesday, Nick. I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. <laughs> when your mother yells like this, it's because she loves me. He loves you. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare in you? In, in it. it. <laughs> when you lay your head down at night, you take responsibility for... Oh my God, I sound terrible. <laughs> you take responsibility for yourself. I grow from it. I learn. Take responsibility for yourself. Wow, you, sound so, you sound so good, Christiane. Honestly. Thank like, you so you much. You sound so good. So lush. <laughs> <laughs> she is love okay thank you jocelyn for that one yes jocelyn mm, we did that oh wait i gotta do one more okay got, in a south african we can just i all can say is south, south africa Af- africa south, south africa south africa south africa african yes um that's gonna be so bad. I have a friend from South Africa. She's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you saying?" Oh, she's gonna, she's, she's gonna, she's gonna love it, mate. She's gonna be like, "Oh my god, Christian, that was so good." Uh, <clears throat> also, um, an Australian cunt. You know, we got uh, no, they don't say that in Australia. Excuse oh, me, do. cunt. Yeah, excuse Wrong. me. Um, they call slides slippery dips. I think that's my favorite Australian thing. <laughs> a drop bear. A drop bear. Drop bears. Uh, brown snakes or brown i will tell you this about australia i was stressed out about the spider situation the huntsmen's are real bitch i know they are and you know on amazon i had looked it up before i went and i was going to get it delivered but they don't deliver they didn't deliver in um in australia mm. yet i don't know if they still do or if they do now but they have this bed enclosure where you can like put uh like uh, slip it under your mattress or put your mattress in it and it forms like a mesh tint around your mattress is it like a mosquito net but like an, a poppable one so like it's oh. mobile and you can just oh, it's literally just a mesh enclosure for your yeah, mattress yeah, yeah like like a tent kind of thing right yeah and because when i was there like i mean i was just like nervous the whole like i it, I, it was kind of hot i was like this weather right mm-hmm. fall kind of weather um <clears throat> but i straight up was sweating every night because i cocooned myself i didn't want the because I, I was picturing, like, if the sheets fall over the bed, yeah. the huntsman can come up under the sheets. Mm-hmm. And so I would, like, burrito myself. Yeah. <clears throat> like, cover my head and just leave my face and my nose out. 
Was it really that much of a problem? No, it was just all psychological. I was having nightmares about it. So I wasn't getting the best sleep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I just had to, I just have to recognize my concerns and just prepare accordingly next time. Yeah. Yeah. So I will have like some raid, some foggers, Mm -hmm. not up in here. Because it was in a room in which I knew there were huntsmen present. Oh, because God. my friend was like, yeah, I saw a huntman in there later. Cunt. Like, I just <laughs> I just let outside. And I was like, what? It's so big. You had to open the door for it to walk out. No, oh, thanks. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Yeah, they're like the size of your palm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He's like, they're gentle, mate. And I'm like, so? <laughs> I don't want to see it. If I see it, I'm going to have to, like, I'll never be the same. <laughs> first world problems but for real it's not a first world world problem like people have a legitimate fear of spiders and for a reason for a reason yes so um so long story short i hate huntsmen and um and we can do a new new zealand right it's like strange (laughs) oh yes you say that do it one more time essentia yeah I'll just let you rock that one. <laughs> That's all. <clears throat> so yes, thank you so much for that. That was um, a masterful demonstration of our, um, you know, um, our, prowess, our talents, our talents, <laughs> our blessings. So okay, this one is from Al- Alish Brienne to Tony. Who's your fave friend from CSUMB and why Alicia? <laughs> Alicia, you're so messy. <laughs> My favorite friends from CSUMB are Alicia, Jocelyn, Kyle, and Andy. Period. Period. That's it. That's it. They're only people I see once a year, like every year. And you know what? Like, like I said, I'm like blessed with friends from every step and walk of my life. And I'm just like, they're people I just want to put in my backpack and carry with me everywhere. You mm-hmm. know? So yeah, Alicia, no mess on this channel. This is a mess-free <laughs> podcast. Okay. This one is from MJ, MJ Dunn. She gave us two questions. Oh so God. the first Living. one is, what are some dating deal breakers? Ooh, good one. Good one. <sighs> uh, teeth. Teeth. For sure. I'm sorry. I don't want to. Uh, I mean, this is. I'm sure. Like, you can have the best dental hygiene, which is also a bad thing. But like, if there's just snaggles up in there, like, I just have a hard time. Like, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of just. This <laughs> reminds me when um, we were playing. <laughs> Never have I ever on the bus. <laughs> and That's this person said. <laughs> Never has she had the snaggles. No, no, <laughs> no. Never have I ever had braces. <laughs> Freddie said, that's, that's evident. evident. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, beloved, like, why would you play yourself like that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. But God bless Freddie, man. He's oh my god, He's the funniest, the funniest person. Ever. I remember, he was like, "Why is that bad? <laughs> Why is that gross?" That gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we were playing. Uh, we're not going to divulge all the secrets of the game, but we were playing. Um, what was truth it? Or dare. Truth it or was dare. truth or dare, right? And he was like, 
what was the question? Like, we spit had, in your partner's yeah, mouth? Yeah, we had dared <laughs> someone to spit in this other person's mouth. And we were like, oh, that's disgusting. No, don't do it. And Freddie was like, why is that gross? <laughs> <laughs> that's not gross like <laughs> i'm like um yes, that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dating deal breakers mm. i think um fashion choice style is one of them if they dress kind of like too normal i don't know i like them to be a little bit more fashionable i would say their shoes, their shoe choice, for sure. <laughs> How yeah. they accessorize, um, height for me is a deal breaker. Me if as well. They're not, if they're me not six well. foot sorry. and above, like I'm sorry, I can't. <clears throat> Obviously, like ladies, you don't have to be six feet, but like I do, six feet is fine with me. I like it. I, I don't know mm-hmm. why women in, I guess like men tell them it's a bad thing. But to me, it's like, hey, please be six feet. Love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I too short. It's just, it, it's a deal breaker for me because one, I don't want to feel like I'm with a child. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't want to be bending down to put my arm around you or like holding mm-hmm. your hand. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you're holding my hand. You know, <laughs> like this <laughs> with your <laughs> arm up <laughs> and your shoulder, like we're like you know, like uh-huh. ch- like you're my child. Like I don't like that. You know, and it's just like. When you see some, you know, walking through tall as hell, like I like it, you know. Mm-hmm, Come mm-hmm. on, be a, be statuesque. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shorten it. I don't like. I don't like. To I, I mean, like five five is like. That's short. That's sh- like yeah below anything below five 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 and below. I'm kind of like. Mm-hmm. I wish <laughs> you know. Like even if someone is taller <clears throat> than me at like five eight, I'm still like, uh, I don't know. It's got to be six and above. Dang. Do you think I know. Do you think those preferences, height preferences are like um, biological? Like we're to, like we're seeking out who we think would be the best like mate to survive in nature. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how everyone I guess, dates, yeah. right? <clears throat> I was watching Ayanla last night mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it was great. And uh, a <laughs> full episode speaking, just a quick aside full episodes of Ayanla Fix My Life are on YouTube. <laughs> it is so entertaining. Like, there's always, like, a good little nugget or two. And then, like, and there's equal parts mess. So it's, like, wholesome and messy at the same time. It's great. <clears throat> but, yeah. She said something. It was, like, all women seek out their fathers. Either mm. what they didn't get from their father, mm-hmm. what their fathers were, or what they wish their fathers were. Mm. And I was, like, dang. Like, mm-hmm. I think we all kind of do that. Mm-hmm. I think men do that too. Maybe not with their fathers, but like we model our relationships after our parents. <clears throat> I think. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Um, other deal breakers, obviously smell. Smell. <laughs> if you stink, <laughs> we're not talking. Um, but women never stink. Like I, <laughs> I've smelled some stinky ass women before. Really. Yeah, like ones that need to wash their hair because I mean, because I'm tall, I can always smell your hair. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. like I will smell your hair first. Like, you, you cannot get away without washing, I will smell it. <clears throat> hmm. Other than that, it's not, I'm not too picky. If you don't like to eat, yeah. like, if you don't like anything, like, because <clears throat> I do, I'm a person who likes, I'm not saying 
our relationship has to be around food but like if you don't if i'd be like hey you want to go try out this restaurant like, I, I don't like that i'd be like yeah no yeah. like just be open to a diverse culinary experience you know <clears throat> that's really about love the lord please like mm-hmm. that's really about it like i feel like it's yeah pretty, oh and also just like i feel like the base of any relationship has to be good in conversation and like like yes like I said, like there's a difference between like actual intimacy and sexual intimacy, right? So like there has to be more to sustain your relationship than just attraction. So if we're not like, we have to vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell immediately. I can tell immediately if I'm going to vibe. Yeah. I don't want to struggle in conversation with you, you know, mm-hmm. at all. Because if we're struggling, maybe like it can be rocky in the first five minutes or so, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like you have to feel each other out and kind mm-hmm. of understand. But I feel like with certain with certain people, it's just very much a natural thing mm-hmm. where you kind of fall in line with one another. Yeah. And that's what I look for when I'm dating. Because <clears throat> I want pers- yeah. I want a partner. Like I don't just want a significant other or a spouse. Like I want a partner. Mm-hmm. Like not quite like Claire and Frank Underwood. Like that's a little too much. <laughs> like that's evil. But something like a positive version of that, where like we're both supporting each other, we share goals. Like we love one another and we want each other to like be our best selves. Like I want someone to elevate me and I want to elevate that other person as well. You know? Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just how people should date anyways. Right. I wouldn't necessarily call that like a deal breaker. A deal breaker is like one specific. Oh, you're right. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. going on a tangent. Huh? For me personally, they have to be good texters. Because I like texting. If they don't like to text, I, yeah. You Honestly, you are one of the few rare exceptions in which I text. Uh-huh. I can have like a full. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like other than that, like, I don't like that. <laughs> and you, like I do, I'll, I, and I know I push your boundary on this sometimes with calling. <laughs> and I try not to, but it's just like painful sometimes to like. You know, when I just want to express a verbal, so when I, I that's why I use vo- voice audio, notes Yeah, so much. audio notes, yeah. Yeah, so that helps. Like, I can do audio, we can send audio notes back and forth, but for some yeah, reason, yeah, texting yeah. becomes too arduous for me. Like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Other that, than that, yeah, that makes sense. there isn't much else. I'm not too picky. Yeah. Just be taller than me. I'm good. Have nice teeth. <laughs> that okay. is so important. <laughs> Next question. It's from MJ again. She says croissants or bagels. Easy. Croissant. Yeah, easily a croissant. Easily. Um, you can make croissant bread pudding. Ina Garden will, you know, this bagels are delicious and there's a time and place for a bagel. No, but think about it. Okay. So if you have a croissant or a bagel, let's say you just had to, you had to eat them cold with nothing. I am always it. choosing a, a croissant. croissant. Because a bagel, you got to dress it up, you got to yeah. toast it, but a croissant on its own is perfect. You you know what? That's all that needs to be said about that because mm-hmm. a bagel needs a dressing, you know? It needs like, things. It needs accoutrement. And <laughs> a croissant, you can just have. Exactly. You can just have it. Speaking of the best croissants in the world, I mean, better than even the ones I've had in France, Pavel's Bakery in Pacific Grove, California, in Monterey Bay. They make the best bagels. I mean, the best croissants in the world. I they they're crispy. They're 
crackly on the outside, mm-hmm. soft, pillowy, and buttery on the inside. Mm-hmm. I love butter. I don't need to put butter on these. Whoa. Delicious. Mm-hmm. On their own. Just like mm-hmm. the best tasting pastry on earth. Like they sell out. Is that day. is it a chain? I feel like I've been there before. Pavel's. No, but you've oh. probably heard of it. Because mm-hmm. there's, I just know people come from all over the place. Like whenever there's a PGA tournament or whatever, they sell out every day. Like you have to go at like six, seven in the morning. And then by oh. noon, they're sold out. They close. Mm-hmm. Like they're only open from like six to nine. Those are the best. Yeah. 10 or 12. Yeah. Because they're all, they're making it all in that tiny little shop. So yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, that's all they can do basically. And they make chocolate croissant. They make mm. almond ones. They just like, they excel at a laminated at- pastry uh-huh. <laughs> there. I'm telling you. Period. That's yeah, it. Yeah, so that's, that's it. That's all that needs croissants. to be said. Croissants. Heaven bread. <laughs> okay, this one is from Jill Laird. J-I-L-L-L-L-A-I-R-D. Uh-huh. I think it's what up, friend. Jill? Yeah. She said, Will you move to Canada? And if so, when? <laughs> Honestly, look, you know, the state of things here down in this the trenches, I don't want to like overly complain about America because there's still a lot of privilege that comes with being American, right? Like, let's mm-hmm. acknowledge that. But it is stressful as hell being American and black or a person of color sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, I already called <laughs> Cassidy. And I was like, hey, so if things get real tough, like we can just get married, right? <laughs> like it can just be a paper marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. I love Canada. Um, I only saw bald eagles in Canada, in Vancouver when I was visiting them. I'm like, hmm, so in a way, like I feel like bald, bald eagles are a little more Canadian than they are American, but like that may be a hot take. Next question. This is from Heather. Raunchiest moment. <laughs> let me okay i i'm not gonna tell a specific story but like let me just tell you there was a point in my life from like 22 to like 26 where i was like i was like waking up in hotel rooms and like not knowing what's going on so there's been times that have been very very dangerous and that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> Yeah, and that's you know, my raunchiest moment. We, <laughs> we grow, we grow, <laughs> beloved. Like, um, I learned, you know, that's just that life is not for me. It's um, taxing. It takes so much out of you. That's oh, why it was only I, a period. Oh, period. I don't know if I want to tell this story. <laughs> no, you got to, you got to, you got to. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think I told y'all in Joshua Tree. When that girl spit in my and I almost vomited. No. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I felt so violated. I was like, this is not hot at all. Like, this is not my thing. Like, I can't believe you just did that. Like, I was low-key part of me was like, yo, still off her. Like, how dare you? <laughs> you almost vomited? I vomited on someone's before it was <laughs> that's he didn't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even say anything he was just like oh wow <laughs> i had Min to just was, i had to Min just suck it back be- up and like eat it again 
Because what was I going to do? Just let it fall all over? <laughs> yeah, like I um, I was at the, th- like I when I tell you, I think about it now and I get, like I can, t- oh, wow. I begin to have a throw up response. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Lord delivered me in that moment. Because I was really, I was like, feeling her cold spit. That's why when Freddie was like, what's gross about that? I was like, it's gross. Trust me. I don't know. But like when you're making out. A and like moment. It wasn't hot for me. Like she thought it was hot, but I, it was clearly not, not for me. It has to be the right energy for that. Like we got to discuss, yeah. like we need to, you know, we're going to talk about safe words or something before we <laughs> start. Like, what are you like? Let's have a discussion about what we're into. What, what are yucks and yums? Cause that was in my yuck list. Spitting. Guarantee, yeah, no, don't. Uh, feet, I don't like that. I don't like feet. Feet are gross. Spitting is not a problem to me. I don't mind that. It's hot. It's hot and steamy over here, Heather. To answer your <laughs> question. <laughs> Dang, you know what? I guess that was my raunchiest moment in the sense of like something that's atypical and just kind of like noteworthy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I do have a friend who like went to sex clubs and stuff like it was like mm-hmm. a three-story it's on the east coast it was like a three-story kind of house mm-hmm. and they just it was just solely for the purpose of having sex parties and stuff mm-hmm. and so she would just tell me like oh yeah the, like there's a dungeon in the basement and mm-hmm. like there's like you know and it's just a bunch of people in there just yeah mingling naked and, yeah, yeah or like in various <laughs> states of undress yeah there's a place here in san diego that does that um the men have to be naked, but the women don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes that's like I feel like that's good though, because it like adjusts the power dynamic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just be like a man and they're perving out. Yeah. The um I've never visited with these dens of iniquity. Um <laughs> 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 but yeah, like that sounds like I feel like, okay, I did have this thought, though, when we were talking about the conversation, because there was no judgment, obviously. Like, do what you want. Live your life. Um, Like, would that be something you could do, like, with a spouse? Well, obviously, spouses do that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Would that be something that you'd be open to doing with your spouse at some point? No. I don't I'm, think so. I'm, I'm not for sharing. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty traditional when it comes to, like, relationships and things. And, like, I don't like to share. <laughs> yeah me too like, i get too jealous and that that's my own thing like i know people can do it in a healthy way yeah and that's totally fine but for me i don't think i could that's why like i don't like when people are saying like i'm polyamorous i'm like are you really i can never imagine myself yeah in a like consensual polyamorous relationship yeah like i would never really want to do that and i couldn't imagine my part what i would say if like my spouse was like, "Hey, so I want to go, like, you know, get digged down by somebody else, like whatever, <laughs> right? Like whatever she says to that. Uh-huh. I don't know what how I'd feel about that either. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be like upset, but I would just be like, we need to discuss this, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> so yeah, it's real hot and steamy over here. <laughs> Steam hot." <laughs> Should we do like one more question? Yeah, one final question. Okay, this one is from Aaron. Um, he sent a lot, but let's All see. Right. Which Food Network star can catch these hands? Bobby Flay. Jeffrey Zakarian. 
Aron Sanchez, we get it. Either have an accent or don't, but don't put one on. Um, Bitch, that's that's we <laughs> that's a whole bit that we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Don't don't air me out like this. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> also, ooh, other Food Network tea, you guys. So I have a theory that Jada De Laurentiis and Bobby Flay slept with each other and that's why both of their marriages fell apart at the same time because at the time that both of their marriages fell apart they were co-hosting um mm. i don't know if it was iron chef or the, one mm-hmm. of those other game shows that they were you know when they bring in mm-hmm. the cooking talent to be judges mm-hmm. they were co-hosting one of those shows and at the same time it came out that boobs Laurentis cheated <laughs> on her husband and that bobby flay's marriage fell apart also and her husband was suing her for spousal support because she cheated. Ooh. So I was like, dang, I, I think they, you know, they did a Brad Pitt injury. I could see that. I could yeah. see that. I could see them getting down. Mm-hmm. They both have big heads. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they better be careful. <laughs> like Knock each other out. Like- yeah. <laughs> So yeah, guys, that'll have to be it because I got a flight to catch and I haven't packed yet. So <laughs> and I'm gonna go back to sleep. So Christian, don't. It's a Friday. You go to be. You know you don't. Actually, no, because you don't have to be productive. I don't. Taking a day off is self care, Christine. It is. And I wish you the best. My worth is not measured by my productiveness. You're right. Wow. Dry snaps for that. <laughs> So yeah, guys, um, be well until next week. And um, FDT, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald for life, Trump. For life. Loser. He lost. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Stupid, you thought. <laughs>